Today on The Messengers, we're continuing The Fruit of the Spirit. We'll be talking about goodness. And now, here's Marcus and Trisha. Well, everybody, hello. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. That's right. And I'm getting a little tongue-tied, aren't I? (laughs) And today, we're going to be talking about... Fruits of the Spirit, and we are on goodness. That's right. We're getting close to the end. We only have three more after this. That's right. So we're uh, we're hoping that uh, you're, you guys are getting stuff out of this, that when we talk about these things and we put them out there on the Internet, we just pray over these beforehand, and we pray that you guys receive this and that the Word goes forth and that you don't just listen to what we're saying. You're, we're backing it up with the Word. Yes. We're backing it up with what the Word says about these different things. So right. And we the want Spirit you to... in you... Sorry, the spirit in you is is understanding and comprehending what we're talking about. Absolutely. So what we want to do is make sure that you know you don't think that this is just our opinion. We're going to back it up with the word. Yeah. And that's important to, for any kind of show or any kind of sermon you listen to or any kind of person. As long as they're backing it up with what the word says, mm-hmm. that's the important part. Yes. Amen. All right. So like we said, this episode will be searching out goodness. It's the sixth in the long line of fruits of the Spirit we have been studying. We believe that the fruits come in the order they were mentioned in the Bible, and we find them in Galatians. That's right, Galatians 5, 21 through 23. Actually, hang on, that was wrong. It showed up wrong. It's 22 through 23. 22 through 20, so Galatians (laughs) 5, 22 through 23, see? Because yeah. 21 is not anything about the fruit of the Spirit. It's gotcha. totally different. <laughs> it's prequel it's a- to the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> but it says, it says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Amen. Now, I know that when you were, we were talking about this earlier, uh, even the other day, you said that this was one that was kind of hard for you to... To really get a hold of and grasp and 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 put to uh, to words, but then you just stopped and just just share what you did. I to- was like I was trying to force goodness, and um, I tried looking in the dictionary up goodness and good, and I tried started off with that and showing how it relates, and it just it was just too much. I was just got overwhelmed between goodness and kindness, mm-hmm. and. I just kind of got overwhelmed, so I had to take a step back and just started writing just what God told me, what I know about goodness, and it just flowed from there. Excellent, and that is the way it should work, right? It is. So if you've missed out on any of our episodes of Love, Joy, Peace, Patience, and Kindness, uh, we encourage you to visit our website at themessengersradio.com. Also, you can listen to us on the Father's House radio station at tfhpeople.com, and you'll go to there, you'll, you'll see the radio button at the top, and you'll be able to uh, get to it from there. But we would love to have any kind of feedback that you guys would have for us. Are yes. you getting anything out of this? Is this just, just nothing that's not, you know, is this something you're not even interested in? Well, yeah. it's too bad. We're getting the word out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you, you don't have to listen to it, but you really, really should. <laughs> that's right. So today we're looking into goodness. We said last time that kindness was not a way of being, like love, joy, peace, and patience. Kindness was more of an act that you show out of your heart. Well, goodness is again more of a way of being. People can act good, and we certainly show our goodness through acts, but to have true goodness, 
You have to have a heart after God. All the fruits spring from a heart after God, but goodness is a little different than the rest. Aren't you excited to see how? <laughs> I sure hope they are. So before we start looking into the fruits, I had wondered if there was much of a difference between kindness and goodness. I just kind of wondered, they're so similar, it's hard to, to see the difference, but the others are more self-explanatory, but these two are so similar. However, we're finding that there is a difference. God described it to me this way. One night, he said, Goodness is who I am and what I show to everyone. Goodness is my heart. In order to have true goodness, you must have a repentant heart and care for others. Goodness comes from the heart. It is something you show because it is part of you. Goodness seeps out of your very being when it comes from me. There are good people out there who know how to do good things, but true goodness is found in people with my heart. People can act good, but they cannot be good without me. And there is a difference between doing a good act, like actions, and showing the goodness of your heart. If people see goodness without the other gifts of the Spirit we've been talking about, they are seeing only actions or outward appearances. They are not measuring goodness the way I do. I see goodness in the thoughts and gifts that come from the heart, a broken and contrite heart that centers on me. People can do good things, but without goodness in their heart, it matters nothing. Mm. And that's a pretty hard word for some people. It is. You know, but it's the truth. You know, the, the Lord wants us to have uh, a spirit just chasing after him. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard sometimes to, you look at other people and think, oh, they're so good. Oh, they do such good things. But if it's not coming from their heart, then it doesn't matter at all to God. It's, it's not going to be credited to them or, right. or anything. It's kind of sad. You have to look into the heart like God looks into the heart to right. see true goodness. See, and God sees our heart for what it really is. Yes. Other people can't really see what our heart's like. God knows us better than we even know ourselves. Yes. I mean, the Word says He even knows every hair on our head. Yeah. I don't know how many hairs are on my head. And I certainly <laughs> don't want to sit down and, 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 and start counting because I'll get halfway through and then I'll lose count. Just all over again. Five months later, I'm three quarters of the way through. <laughs> it's just, it's you know, it would be it would be frustrating to really sit down and kind of count all the hairs in your head. But God just automatically knows it. That's right. You know, even when one hair falls out, He, mm-hmm. ta- he takes one off. That's right. <laughs> Crosses it off on the board. That's right. <laughs> Erases it. <laughs> all right. So, goodness is our response to kindness. When you are kind, goodness flows out of your heart. Kindness, it breaks the dam to let the truth of the goodness in your heart break free. Mm-hmm. I like that visual. Yeah. It's kind of something you can see. Yeah. It, goodness comes and breaks those logs and that barrier, and then goodness just flows out of it. That's it. It makes those beavers really mad. It does. Because then they have to but. build that dam back up. But you know what? <laughs> you just put out some beaver re- repellent. And <laughs> don't let them come back. No more, no more dams in your heart. And those, those beavers are, can be demons, too, yeah. you know, that try to say, oh, no, you know, their goodness is showing, <laughs> and try to dam up your heart again it's to have a hard me. heart. 
<laughs> but we don't want hard hearts. <laughs> right. So most of the verses in the Bible talk about God's goodness. We see several in Psalms. When I started looking up these verses in BibleGateway.com, this happened to be the verse of the day. This is pretty cool. This is Psalms 33, verses 4 through 5. It says this, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. That's pretty cool. I thought that was really a God thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's very true, though. Everything we see around us is from the goodness of God. He loves us and wants to give us great and mighty things. We mentioned in the love episode that God created this whole world as an epic act of love. He made everything for us, and he did it from the goodness of his heart. We also see in Psalms... 23. It shows us the benefit that that the Lord longs to give us. It's wonderful to read, but if we just focus on verse 6 this time, all we're going to do. So Psalms 23, verse 6. It says this, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. That's awesome. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love that. The whole Psalms 23 is awesome. You should read it. But This was from the NIV, and and we'll try and tell you a little bit today about the different versions that we used because we found out <laughs> that some versions of the same verse are very different. Absolutely. <gasps> so we just we find these, and this is that's from the NIV, and that's the one we usually use here on the show. So let's look elsewhere in Psalms, that, and we'll see that goodness flows from God's love. Let's look at Psalm sixty nine sixteen. It says, Answer me, Lord, out of the goodness of your love. In your great mercy, turn to me. Mm-hmm. And on down in Psalms 109, verse 21, it says, But you, sovereign Lord, help me for your name's sake. Out of the goodness of your love, deliver me. These verses show us that goodness flows out of God's heart the way it should flow out of ours. When we have his heart, we can't help but have goodness spilling out of us. That's right. Psalms also brings us another point about goodness. If we look at Psalms 116, verse 12, it says, What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? You know, it's talking about how much the Lord has done for us. Mm-hmm. How are we, and I think this person may be saying, you know, how am I ever going to repay the Lord? Yeah. But, you know, our account is, is paid in full. Mm-hmm. It was paid in full by Jesus. But this was before Jesus. So. <laughs> yes, it was. But then it goes on to answer that very question. And it says in Psalms 145, 7, They celebrate your abundant goodness with joyful singing of your righteousness. Praise and worship. Man, that really does it. Right. In Psalms 107, 15, it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. That was in the King James Version. Um, the rest have been in NIV, but that just kind of shows us that praise and worship really brings about the goodness in you and, and shows you the goodness of the Lord. When you praise God, it raises your spirits and lifts your joy. Then goodness not only flows from God, but from our hearts also. So Paul was telling the Thessalonians in his second letter about their desire for goodness. 
And we find this in 2 Thessalonians 1.11. Uh, With this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of His calling and that by His power He may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Yes. I like that. He also reminded the Romans that the good deeds are not the most important thing. So it's not just what you do, it's, it's the way that you do them from your heart. He said to them in Romans fourteen seventeen, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's right, and that was from the New Living Translation. So we need to focus on God's goodness that prompts the goodness of our hearts. Goodness flows from our hearts when we joyfully praise Him. It is in our very nature when we are full of the fruit of the Spirit. Well, next week, we look forward to jumping into the throngs of faithfulness. (laughs) I like that. The throngs. The throngs. Um, There's a lot of information in the Bible about faith, so we'll just see where God takes us on the topic. Amen. Amen. And uh, for every single episode, we always end with, uh, if you have never, ever, 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 never, ever, (laughs) or if you have before, and you want, you've fallen away, if you've never given your life to Jesus or just need to rededicate your life, mm-hmm. we want you to understand that choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Yes. God's Word promises this, that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's found in Romans 10, verses 9 to 10. And if we skip on down to Romans 10, verses 13, it says, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. By His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is simply to do two things. You just need to believe and receive. So many people make it so hard, and I always say this, you know, it's it's so simple. So if you are ready to believe and receive, and you're ready to change your eternal address, I want you to pray this out loud with me. Repeat after me, not under your breath, not in your mind. I want you to pray it out loud. You don't have to scream it. No. The, The words that come out of your mouth are so important. When you talk, you hear your spirit welling up inside you, and you hear what's coming from your heart. So when you believe this in your heart, it's going to come out of your mouth. And when you speak it out of your mouth, you hear it. And it goes into your mind. And also, another thing about speaking it out loud is that Satan hears it. He can't hear our thoughts. But when you speak something out loud, when you tell him, I am asking Jesus to be my Lord and Savior, he knows that a change is going to happen in your life. Well, you know, you say he can't, you can't hear our thoughts, but you know what? He sure can put those thoughts in our mind. Yes, he can. So it's important to believe or to, to understand that if you do pray this out loud, that he's going to try to make, you understand, to make you think that you didn't really mean this from your heart. So I want you to make sure that when you pray this out loud, it does come from your heart. So if you're ready to do this, pray this out loud with me. Say, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. 
by faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. In the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. Now that you're born again, that means that there is a brand new you. And we don't want to just stop there. No. You need to continue to grow. You need to be reading the Bible. You need to start getting that into your spirit. And if you don't have a Bible, contact us. Let us know. Go to themessengersradio.com. Click on that contact button and either fill that form out. That form will go to both Tricia and myself. Or you can email us individually if you, if you only want one of us to, to, see what, uh, uh, to know what we're talking about. We'd love to hear from you guys. But we also, uh, like I said, we want to make sure you don't you don't just stay where you're at just by saying that. You need to grow because the enemy will come against you. Mm-hmm. So until next episode, thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you. And have a great day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. Don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.